You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Hey everyone, welcome to the VOR radio show. Isaac Gabriel back with another exciting, thrilling, revelatory, biblical, understanding, prophetic word of the Lord that he's telling us in this day that we're living in. We need to have discernment. This will be our fourth program on the call to discernment. That's what we're talking about. If you haven't heard any of our programs on the call of discernment, go to the VOR.net, type in on our search engine, a call to discernment, and all our programming will be listed there and listen to every single one of them. One of the greatest deceptions that the Lord said will be in the last days, he says, do not let man deceive you. For many will come in my name and say they are of Christ. Not only would they say that they are like they are the Messiah, they're going to say that they're of Jesus. They're of the ministry of Jesus, but they're preaching another doctrine. They're not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. In fact, they're teaching you a new revelation, a new reformation, a new revolution has taken place. And it's all under grace. We also did a program called Hyper Grace, the perverted message of apostasy. I give you the understanding of what is true grace and what is false grace. We must have a balance between the two. We can't do away with the law. The law is meant for us to come to Christ. Repentance is meant for us to come to Christ. We need the law and we need grace. There must be a balance. You can't throw out the commandments of God because you don't like them. People want to read the word of God, but we don't like the things that have to do with things that the Lord commands you. It is important that we follow the commandments of God. If not, we will go astray. Are you ready? Let's jump into this. We've been talking about the call to discernment. And one thing that we're seeing that we need to discern is prophecy, discerning of spirits, to discern the anointing versus the substitute what is the substitute anti anything that is anti anti christ is not necessarily just a person it's a spirit it's a spirit that is contrary to the gospel and they're coming to teach you another way that it doesn't take all of that it doesn't take you to live holy it doesn't take you to live righteous and upright before god you can live like the world and you're fine, that you can sin, that it's okay to fornicate. It's okay to have sex out of marriage. It's okay to prophesy without any scripture. It's okay. We're under grace. You're free. You're free to do what you want because God will condone what you do. And it's going to take many to fall away. Listen to the words of this person crying in the wilderness. The wilderness is like the church today. The church is stuck in the wilderness. And we need to understand God is wanting to take us to the promised land. But we're kept enslaved by false doctrine and teaching that has corrupted 
the body of Christ. And the Lord is cleaning house. He's purging. He's cleansing. And especially the prophetic. Why is the prophetic tainted right now? Because the enemy wants to pervert one of the most important ministries of the last days. And that's prophecy. The prophetic. Because he's going to pour out his spirit again upon all flesh. He did it before. He's going to do it again. That is why the enemy is perverting the prophetic. So we can't hear where God is telling us to do. Instead, we're listening to all of this that tell us peace and prosperity when we're in a time of war. We're in a time of spiritual warfare. When we're in a time where persecutions come into a high level. But because we've refused to discern, we refuse to hear the truth. Many will fall away. And my heart, my urgency for this is to warn you and tell you what is coming and to turn you away from anything that is keeping you from the true gospel of the kingdom. Let's start. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. And I hate to tell you, but the true prophets and ministers of God don't go flaunting that there's some big person. If you see a prophetic voice with so much arrogancy and so much pride that say, I'm better than anybody else. I am so holy. I am so prophetic. I have such a relationship with God that you must hear every word that I say. All my teachings are so dynamic. No, you wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for the Lord. You wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for the Lord. I saw these videos. When I hear somebody preach or teach, I can discern the spirit that they have. If they're truly are doing their homework or are they just getting all this from meditation or new age or familiar spirits? There's such a thing as familiar spirits where people contact demonic to get word because why? They're not hearing from God. The reality is the Lord is against those who condone divination, those who 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 use divination and soothsaying and witchcraft and the occult methods to hear from God. And they're telling you, oh, it's okay. We're talking about crystals. We're talking about spiritual manifestations, new revelations that no one has ever thought about or talked about. And the Bible has been telling and warning us about this for thousands of years, yet we will not listen. And if they didn't listen to Christ, they're still not listening to the prophets. They're still not listening to the servants, the preachers who are telling you to turn to the Lord or you will suffer damnation. I saw this video from this prophet from Kenya, which is very popular in the United States. His name is Lovely Elias. He is the senior pastor at the Revelation Church in Los Angeles, California. Uh, there's a long story about him, but him and others. And I'm just going to put some names out here because people say, well, don't speak evil of people by speaking about their names. But, you know, sometimes we need to be very discerning this is why i'm doing this program because a lot of our discernment has gone out the door because we believe so much of what people are saying is prophetic revelation which is not scriptural which is not biblical which actually we take away from the word of god 
as we begin to follow things like this. And then what happens is, I said this before, and there's a great civil war going on right now in the church. We have deliverance ministries against the sensationists, the sensationists against the deliverance ministries. We have deliverance ministries that are splitting up because now we have prophetic voices that are coming in. Do we truly know if they truly are prophetic or are they bringing another message? We're going to know. We need to know the signs, the, the red flags. This is why I'm speaking about the sermon. We're speaking about the hyper grace message, the grace revolution. And we're speaking about this deception that even the very elect, the scripture says, would be deceived. The very elect would be deceived. Who are some others that are in this network besides uh, Prophet Elias Lovely? There is Passion Java. Who's Passion Java? Supposedly, Passion Java is the spiritual father of this Elias Lovely. One thing that you begin to understand, these guys are huge on YouTube, on social media. Another thing that they talk about is miracle money. Miracle money. I don't know if you heard about this. This happens in Africa, in Kenya. We've they've they've had a lot of problems with these prophetic ministries that are promoting miracle money. There's a lot of fake things that are happening. People say, yeah, this stuff is real. But, you know, what are you going to believe? You're going to believe TikTok. You're going to believe YouTube. We, what we're having is that people are becoming so obsessed with preachers of YouTube, prophets of YouTube, prophets of social media. And we quit listening to those who have stand faithful to the word of God. They're not popular on YouTube. They're not popular on social media. Yet God is revealing to them as watchmen what is taking place. And many people will get mad. Many people are going to get mad at something that I'm saying right here. But I'm going to bring you some understanding to understand. We don't understand what true prophetic is anymore because we quit discerning. We quit having the spirit of discernment. We quit allowing the Holy Spirit to show us that in the last days, there are going to be many who come in my name saying they are Christ, but they're come preaching another message. This is so important for us to understand. Prophet Lovely. There's a lot of people who follow him. And it really turned me off of many things he says. Some believe he's sincere about the things he says. But one thing that I really don't like, the way he flaunts this prophetic gift he says he has. Another thing is where he says that he can cast out devils better than anybody is. That he has so much prophetic revelation than anybody else. He's all about self. And he preaches the message of another gospel, and that is grace. Not the grace that is according to scripture, but this hyper grace. I'm going to tell you something, and, you, and if you really hear what I'm about to say, you're going to know it. Those who come preaching this false grace message will lead people away from the scriptures, and you will begin to listen to their teachings more than listening to the word of God. They're drawing people to themselves and away from Christ. Even though they say they love Jesus and they're part of the Holy Spirit. But these 
Prophets. Where did they come from? And I'm going to share about that because we got to know that this is not the spirit of Christ. I love it because I love what Mar Mario Murillo is. Mario Murillo is an evangelist. He's also a prophetic voice that is leading souls to the kingdom of God. He's out there preaching the gospel, and he has exposed false prophets that are flaunting and are talking about Bible codes and so much numer numerology and stuff like that. I mean, come on. You're going to hear from God. You need to be truthful and understand God doesn't use occult means for to get his prophetic word out. Come on. So what's the deal with this entourage of bodyguards following Prophet Lovely? He's from Kenya. You understand these nations have a lot of prophetic networks that follow one another. And now they're brought this false teachings and these false prophetic movement. I'm going to say it. It's a false prophetic movement filled with divination, filled with the occult, filled with witchcraft. It's already been said by others, but I am confirming what they're saying. It's not that I'm against somebody. It's I'm against what they preach. I'm against them coming and prophesying and using the name of the Lord in vain. They call them forensic prophets. Forensic prophets. What does that mean? Have you heard about this? Have you heard of such a thing? The reality is there's a lot of that. And the real prophetic is mocked by those so-called new revelation prophets. But the reality is it's not new. This has been happening among so-called prophets of other nations. It's happening in Africa. It's happening in India. It's happening in places where they combine the religions of witchcraft and Christianity and they mix it together and they can't tell the difference saying that they have the ability to decode prophetic revelation with new age terminology. The apostle of frequency revelation, apostle frequency revelation, or another one, prophet, passion, Java, or another one. I mean, they've got these crazy new age names. They talk about that they have the ability to navigate spiritual planes realms and dimensions with ease and how to crack prophetic codes and excavate new revelation that has never been heard before. I was online and saw this book called Forensic Prophecy, The Art of Prophetic Articulation. Someone who can read and, and excavate microscopic details with people's names, residential addresses, phone numbers, birth dates, card number plates, and other hidden details. This is what they call the new prophet of the words of knowledge. And in fact, that's what they believe that prophetic is for. That is not what the prophetic is for. The prophetic is to understand what the Lord is telling us to do and doing it. The problem is we're so stuck on words of knowledge and we we get enamored when someone knows our name or knows our address or begins to tell us these details. It's no different. And I'm going to be serious here. It's no different that when we start dib dabbling into this, that's the same thing the soothsayers do. The fortune tellers do. Psychics do it. We're becoming the psychic hotline in the church. Oh, 
Come and I'll tell you your fortune for this much amount of money. Give me a thousand dollars and I'll give you your fortune. We're becoming fortune tellers in the house of God. Come on. This got to stop. It sounds like a psychic to me, a fortune teller. This is operating in a new anointing, they say. What anointing? The Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. This is a concern because what we're saying is that in order to prophesy, I need to know your house address or what the license on your car is. And because I can do that, I'm a prophet of God. And they love to do what? They love to teach on false prophets because they do not want to be exposed while they themselves are false prophets. And in a time when discernment is rare, people are fascinated with the prophetic, but it's not true prophetic. It is pathetic. This is not godly because it's prophetic witchcraft and we don't see it. Real prophecy does not speak in new age terms. The problem is we don't know what new age is. They're not teaching you what new age is. The problem is we don't know what Eastern religion believes. We don't know what the occult is. So we have to start teaching back in apologetics because the in the church, they quit teaching us what is right and what is wrong. It is make your own decision. Come on, somebody. I knew that this was going to be tough. Yes, you may say that this prophet Elias Lovely is a prophet of God, but I've been watching and testing the fruit. And what I see is a lot of pride, arrogance, and boasting. This is not the fruit of the spirit. He spreads around his revelation of perverted grace and his connection with another prophet called Passion Java, who teaches on understanding the prophetic using your third I, they start talking about using third eye. It's okay to get prophetic insight with crystals, with new age things. And people still will not believe the words of the watchman. What also concerns me, how they're so connected to these leaders that they're not willing to abandon them. They're using the people as pawns, prophesying for profit and turning people away from Jesus Christ and looking unto them. I spoke about this in my series called Sound the Alarm, where the real prophets arise. It's a four-part series where I address New Age teaching in the prophetic, mystic prophets, the mixture of Eastern and occult religions, how this so-called new revelation is making these prophets popular with the people, the operation of unfamiliar spirits and divination that is condemned by God. And I recommend you go back and listen to them on the VOR.net. And also listen to the new series I'm doing called Hyper Grace. What is true grace and what is hyper grace? What is it? Grace, the perverted gospel of apostasy. You will not only be informed, but you'll be able to discern if what these prophets are preaching is the gospel or another gospel. Okay, let me get back to this because we're trying to finish this, but it seems to keep growing and growing and growing. You will notice this, that those who spread around this false grace message as though it's a new revelation cause division and they prey on the simple and the biblical illiterate. In fact, they themselves are biblically illiterate. Listen to their teachings. I was listening to this minister 
prophet lovely. I can't stand to hear what he's saying. Why? It's nonsense. It's babble. It's idle. It's empty. And they call it new revelation. I got this new teaching. The angel showed up to me and gave me this word. I'm telling you, there's a showdown coming to the true prophetic and the false prophets of Baal that are in the house of God. They're not outside the house. They're inside the house of God. The Bible calls his ministers to what? To preach, to teach, reprove, correct, and even rebuke. They don't know their scriptures. There is so much immaturity. These guys are going after the money. You don't prophesy for money. You don't prophesy something that doesn't belong to you. I remember the Lord giving me this word, warning to the ministers, warning to the prophetic, to tell those who prophesy for money that it isn't their word, that it isn't their word in the first place. God, If God gave it to them, who are they to make money off of what is that thirst? They are merchandising the gift. They are selling what is not theirs. Preach the word in season. Second Timothy says, preach the word in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with on long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come where they will not endure sound doctrine. What is that? Sound teaching. Clear, concise, clarity, truth. People do not want truth. They want lies. They want myths. They want idle babble. They want confusion. They want new revelation. And they turn from the truth. My God, I feel the presence. He leads me to share these things. Why is it that few are willing to bring correction? Why are few willing to speak truth? How come we're afraid to confront? Why? Because we're realizing that we have been duped. We have been led astray. We have been deceived. Oh, my Lord, help us, Jesus. They said that they would not endure sound doctrine. Where is that? In 2 Timothy 4, verse 2 through 4. 2 Timothy 2 through 4. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 2 through 4. I'm telling you, this is not easy to teach. This is not easy to speak, but it's a must. The Lord has anointed this servant. The Lord has anointed the VOR ministry. I'm one voice, but the Lord is going to begin to connect true voices because they burn. They want to see the church turn back to God. They cry, they weep, they pray. They're on their knees interceding and saying and exhorting you and warning you, turn away from this wickedness and turn to the true God. Stop following this perversion. Stop following these Gnostics. Stop following this Gnosticism teaching in the church. What is Gnosticism? It's someone who has secret knowledge and they get it by occult means. Gnosis. It's all secret knowledge. We need to know new things. We have a prophetic word for you for today. A prophetic word every day. Yet they're not even working with the prophetic word that God gave them years ago. And it's still not come to pass. 
They said they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Let's look at it. Let's read it. I'm going to read it from the Amplified. I'm sure we've read it before, but let's read it from the Amplified. Why do I bring the Amplified? Because it expands it into a way that explains it in a understanding so that we get the, the deepness of it, the, the revelation of it. Look what it says here. It says, herald and preach the word. Keep your sense of urgency. Stand by it by be at hand and ready, whether the opportunity seems to be favorable or unfavorable, whether it's whether it's convenient or inconvenient, whether it is welcome or unwelcome. You as a preacher of the word and to show people what way their lives are wrong. Whoa, preachers, are you listening to this? Many of you are afraid to rebuke. Many of you are afraid to correct. But this is what this teaching right here, whether it's convenient or not convenient, whether it's well, whether it is welcome or not welcome. You as a preacher of the word are to show people what way they are wrong. Their lives are wrong and to convince them rebuking and correcting, warning and urging and encouraging them becoming unflagging and in an exhaustible impatience and teaching verse three for the time is coming when people will not tolerate or the word is endure sound and wholesome instruction but having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors they hold and will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off into myths and man-made fictions they're going to run into man-made fictions. Do you think that a lot of this stuff that they're teaching out there is a lot of man-made fiction? I believe so. Why? Because it's causing division in the house of God. That's why we must be on our guard. We must be zealous against those who call themselves of Christ and turn people away from sound doctrine. I believe that there's going to have to be, there needs to be deliverance of those who call themselves prophets who are not. If they're going to get right with God or they're going to follow the ways of bow, the ways of iniquity. This is the spirit of lawlessness. This is the spirit of Antichrist who has come into the church. And pastors, you need to stop being afraid to confront. Prophets, you need to stop being afraid to confront these teachings, these false doctrines because they're leading their congregation to stray many don't even realize that many people listen to things that on the online people are listening to youtube videos and to preachers that are teaching something that's contrary to the truth and we refuse to rebuke them like i said this prophet lovely elias is associated with another prophet 
or he calls him as his spiritual father, Passion Java, who is also one of these new age prophets. Why do you say that? Because they're teaching believers how to prophesy and using your third eye. That it's biblical to use your third eye, is it? No, it's not. That is a cult that is from the kingdom of darkness. And another thing that raises up my red flag is that he boasts about his money. This prophet Java, these guys boast about their millions, about the money that they're making through prophecy, through their ministry. My goodness, let me tell you this, and I'm going to be truthful here. The ministry will not make you rich. The only thing that will make you rich is something that is not true. Because when you really speak the truth of the gospel, those who speak the truth of the gospel are not rich. People think that the ministry is going to make you rich. And there's so many preachers who, who preach the truth. They're not rich. In fact, some of them have to go and get work outside of the ministry because the ministry does not like to pay those who are in the truth. I'm going to get in trouble here. Let me say this. This is raised. This is up a red flag. They boast about their money and that through being a prophet, it makes them big money and their record labels and that endorses secular music. Yet these men are worshipped in their country. These countries worship them like their gods. In fact, there is such a mixture of strange fire where the, they mix the holy things of God with the profane and they call it holy. I recommend a book called The Discerner, Hearing, Confirming, and Acting on Prophetic Revelation by James Gall. It's a great book to help you in prophetic discerning what you're hearing and making sure it's of God. This is another spirit, and I'm going to give you some reasons here. Let me give you some ways to test the spirits. Number one, are they leading others to Christ? Are they speaking about salvation and repentance? Number one. Number two, are they speaking truth or are they exaggerating a revelation? Is the truth wrapped up in a lie? That's number two. Are they exaggerating a special revelation over the word of God? For instance, with the modern grace revolution that says, Jesus taught another gospel and Paul gives us a new gospel, a new covenant called grace. Is this true? Test the spirits. Number one, are they leading others to Christ? Are they speaking about salvation and repentance? Number two, are they speaking truth or are they exaggerating the revelation? Number three, are they exaggerating a special revelation over the word of God? That's how you're going to know. Colossians 2 verses 18 through 19. Colossians 2 verses 18 through 19. I think we're going a little long on this, but I pray that you're getting something here. I have the unction of the Holy Spirit. I feel the pulling of the Holy Spirit to share these truths with you. You know that I don't get on YouTube and all these other social medias. I use the podcast to share the word of God because it's not for everybody. I'm telling you, not everybody's going to hear this. Many are going to call me wrong. Many are going to say that I have a problem, that these are true men of God. But the time is going to show what is their fruit like. What is their spirit like? You're going to know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. I'm going to preach it like it is. And I'm going to tell you it may be uncensored. It may hurt, but I'm doing it out of love and I'm doing it because I truly love the Lord 
And he has called for a time such as this to bring a confrontation against those who are mocking his holy name. Colossians 2 verses 18 through 19. Let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind and not holding fast to the head from whom all the body nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments grows with the increase that is with God. And let's look at Galatians 1, verses 6 through 9. Galatians 1, verses 6 through 9. It says, Marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any gospel to you, then what we have preached to you, let him be a curse. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any gospel to you, then what you have received, let him be accursed. See, the Apostle Paul was dealing with those who were coming preaching another gospel. They were preaching a a gospel that was leading many people away from Christ. What's another thing that we can look out for? Are they being led by prideful promotion? This is someone who operates in a superiority that they are better than you. They boast and they say they are something big and you must listen or do what they say. This happens with those who call themselves master prophets that they are above authority, no need to be accountable. They have direct access to God and you must come to them. It's called hero worship. When people turn a prophet or minister into a celebrity, saying he's the new John the Baptist or he's the most anointed prophet in the world, these people have raised them up on a pedestal they shouldn't be on. This is called idolatry. You are putting an idol before the Lord, and the Lord is not pleased with it. Here's another thing. Another thing is it that they make people despise and look down on the true prophets that walk in humility, not boasting or even in appearance like riches or fame. They speak evil of the prophets like if they don't have money, if they're not rich, if they don't have Mercedes and Lamborghinis and they don't have all this gold, then don't follow them. Follow us. We have the riches. We have the true revelation here. These prophets are poor. They laugh at them. They mock them. But people are attracted to celebrity-like ministers. And that's the truth. Because they want to be rich like them. Hero worship. Another thing is the prophetic word or revelation that they give in the word of God. The problem is we don't know the Bible because we don't read the Bible. We don't study the Bible. So we accept anything that they say. Why? Because they're telling you, don't don't worry about the Bible. It doesn't line up with scripture because we're under grace. Oh, my, 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 my. Help us, Jesus. We're going to have to come back again. I hope that you're getting something out of these programs. 
As a watchman called to the Lord, and I don't say that lightly, I have a responsibility to watch and guard and protect God's people from wolves in sheep's clothing, false prophets, teachers, and self-proclaimed apostles and ministers that do not have the heart of a true shepherd. They are hirelings. And to bring the truth and examine what is holy and what is profane, there can be no mixture. There can be no mixture in the house of God. My friends, there's been too much mixture lately in the house of God. And the Lord is bringing a cleansing. He's, he's, he's making a divide. He's drawing the line in the sand and saying, Will the true people of God stand with me? And those who are not with me, he's going to separate the goats from the sheep. And only those he's going to give them. He, God is merciful. He has grace and mercy. And he's going to call you to repent. He's going to give you a space to repent. That's how merciful he is. And those who refuse to turn and acknowledge their false teachings, their doctrines, to acknowledge that they have led many astray, they will perish. They may not perish in death, but they will perish in their souls. Oh, I weep and cry out for those. It's time to turn to the Lord. It is time to turn to God. I can feel that urgency of the Spirit of God saying you must speak this. And you know, this is not easy. It is hard. This is not something anybody wants to do. But when the Spirit of the Lord urges you and pushes you, you must obey. And I'm just speaking out to you prophets. I'm speaking out to you who are going the wrong way. Stop your idolatry. Stop it. You're leading the people astray. And the Lord is going to bring judgment against you if you don't obey. Turn from your wickedness. Turn from your perversion and follow the, the Lord. You have transgressed his commandments. Help us, Lord. Oh, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. You put this urgency, you put this brokenness, this humility, the spirit of contrition and repentance, Lord, that causes us to cry out, Father. Oh, Lord, let us turn to the truth. Let us turn to the right way. Let us not be led astray. Lord, I pray for the ministers out there. I pray for leaders out there who are being drawn away by these prophetic voices, by this desire to be rich and, and to draw crowds, Lord. And they've forgotten, Lord. They've forgotten that they're to minister to you more than to the people. They have gotten so used to ministering to the people that they have neglected the ministry to the Lord. Oh, Father, Raise up those who would turn and spend their time with you more than they spend building their platforms, building their ministries, building their audience. Lord, for those who speak the truth, their audiences are small. Their audiences are almost non-existent. But Lord, they're going to keep preaching the word until somebody listens. For they're not going to be held accountable when things truly come to pass of the things that they spoke. But they're standing on your word. They're standing on your promises. They're believing what they're speaking is truth. And Lord, you will reward them in the end. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you will give us strength in the Holy Spirit. 
you would give us this enduring spirit to keep going forward in the midst of a perverted and wicked generation who keep following after lies and deception. But Lord, you said that the first thing that will come in the last days, do not be deceived for many will come in my name saying, I am of Christ and will deceive many. Lord, we're seeing that more and more and more. Lord, expose it. Give us a spirit of discernment so that we can know what is truth and what is error, what is right and what is wrong, what is holy and what is strange, what is profane, what is common. We can't mix it, Lord. It must stay holy, holy unto the Lord. Raise up those who are holy unto you, Father. This is a revival of coming to truth. Many will turn to the truth and they will turn away from false teachers and false doctrines, for they will lead them to the road of destruction. Get on the straight and narrow way, for broad is the way, and many go that way, and they will be led to destruction. But narrow is the way that leads to salvation and eternal life. And few are those who find it. O oh Lord, let a revival of the purging and the cleansing of the prophetic come upon your body like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the VOR radio show. We did go long on this one, but I'm telling you, this is so important. And I'm going to wrap it up. I think I have one more program that we're going to do on the call to discernment. And I'm going to be talking about the sons of Zadok. God is raising up a anointed priesthood that knows the difference between what is holy and what is profane. What is holy, what is common. For there is a lot of strange things going on in the house of God. Strange fire. And we need to know so that we are not consumed by this strange fire. Isaac with the VOR radio show saying, will you be a voice of revival for your generation? Till next time, God bless you. I'm coming back with the finale of the call to discernment. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.